Welcome to the Warrior Marriage and Family Podcast. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I believe that your marriage and your family are worth fighting for. My goal is to empower you to fight for what matters most. This podcast is about you, your family, your marriage, and your children, and will include interviews and teaching on a biblical ethic on sexuality and gender. I want you to know that you're not alone, that others have walked down the same road, and there is victory. Let's get into today's episode. Hi there, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I heard this statement one time, if you ignore each other's needs, one or both of you will be tempted to go elsewhere to get them met. If you ignore each other's needs, one or both of you will be tempted to go elsewhere to get them met. Interesting, and think about the repercussions of that statement. How often we end up using um, the blame of you're not meeting my needs to justify my actions of going outside of my marriage to get my needs met. Think about that. I mean, if you think of the gospel and you think of marriage and you think of these pieces of a puzzle that fit together, there's no room for that to blame my spouse for my actions. I make my own choices. And so there's this delicate balance of how do we get our needs met? Um, And what do we do when we are not getting our needs met? Or what if it's not about me at all? And, oh, this gets messy. This gets difficult. We live in a culture that really enjoys focusing on getting your needs met, you being happy. What if you're married to someone that you're not happy with? Um, Did you know that actually just changing your attitude towards that same person changes your happiness, your ability to be joyful? Happiness is actually a really poor measure of health because a lot of people might find themselves happy and be more lonely than they ever thought they could be or find themselves happy and be lost more than ever. It's scary, like that barometer, if you will. Needs as well, my needs met. What does that really mean? And is my husband or wife supposed to fulfill all my needs? Conversation, sexual, um, companionship, entertainment, um, friendship. Honestly, no. I know for my wife and I, we had been married a number of years. And for me, she was everything. I didn't need anything else until I realized that that's not necessarily true. One day she actually reached out to a um, a older woman in her 60s who um, became a mentor and friend and actually brought into this Bible study. And she realized that she was missing this this wealth of wisdom of other women in her life to speak into her. And I watched that and I realized, so am I. And I ended up doing the same thing. I reached out to some guys. They became some of my closer friends. They're all bikers, motorcycle guys. But they were, they were men that spoke into my life and encouraged me and vice versa. And um, that was one of the hardest things about leaving where I used to live and moving to Oregon, from Georgia to Oregon. It was missing those relationships that would change because of distance. Um, we need other people in our life. We need other relationships. Our spouse cannot be everything. But there are boundaries around that. If we're not careful, we get sucked into the conversation of meet my needs. And so if you don't meet my needs, the word I've actually heard recently a few times is then that's desertion and permission for divorce. And I would actually beg to differ. I don't see that in scripture, that there's this permission to divorce just because I'm not happy or getting my needs met. I'm no longer in love. So how you think through this, this this impacts your whole living, your theology, your, what you believe impacts your living. If we're not careful, you and I are 
all susceptible to adjusting our theology or beliefs to fit the way we already are living, to make us feel better. Careful with that. Please don't be duped by that. That is a great tactic of Satan. Uh, we want to be someone who, who submits ourselves to Christ, who lives according to the Bible, that then looks at what we're supposed to do in marriage, and it's a no-brainer. That no matter what they're doing or who they are, I'm just to put myself in relationship with and pursue, um, even if they're not the one they're not pursuing back, or they're not, you know, meeting my needs. So careful with that. And the statement was, if you ignore each other's needs, one or both of you will be tempted to go elsewhere to get them met. And that's actually true. You will be tempted. Temptation is one thing. The choice to succumb, the choice to go there is another. Remember that if you leave this all in your operating system back here, your unconscious or your non-conscious, it's kind of up to chance almost. It's up to pre-written scripts, if you will. If you move it to your conscious where your prefrontal cortex can engage, now you have a different you know, world. You actually have choice. It's taking every thought captive. One of the more powerful steps, one beyond that, is confession, but it's actually getting things to your lips, speaking it. That's where counseling ends up being very powerful. Finding a mentor, a best friend that will actually listen and not try to fix things. Sometimes our spouse does that. We need to be careful with that. Um, but those three things, if you leave it in our unconscious, get stuck, our, our um, conscious, where our prefrontal cortex can engage, we can make choice, but to confess, to speak it, uh, many times what I've seen in the counseling office actually is people that as they speak what their question is, they answer their own question. Because as they verbalize it, they've thought about it a lot. As they verbalize it, they realize that's not the option I want. I want to choose this. So I hope you actually are balancing the idea of needs, getting your needs met and, and serving your, your spouse and their needs in service, the idea of serving them. That's my calling is to serve my spouse, my wife. It's not about me getting my needs met. Hopefully that's a byproduct and, and there's a relational thing a, a back and forth. But if you're not careful, it also becomes transactional. Don't want that either. So I hope this helps. This is helpful and encouraging. Um, I hope this blesses you and that you actually have a healthy marriage. Hey there, it's Dr. Corey Gilbert from the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle and the Warrior Marriage Podcast. Um, I would love to actually dialogue more with you. I'm trying to working on building a uh, free Facebook group to actually do more of this and teach more and, and talk more and actually serve you with specific questions you have. Um, you can check it out at facebook.com slash group slash The Healthy Marriage. Uh, it's a free Facebook group, and I want to actually continue to invest in you and help you invest in your marriage and your family to build something that you're proud of and that's strong and that can endure hard times. So again, bless you. And may you build a healthy marriage. Thank you for tuning in to the Warrior Marriage and Family Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. Find out more about resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. You can join the conversation in my free Facebook group anytime at Facebook.com slash groups slash The Healthy Marriage. To access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. Remember that your marriage and family are worth fighting for. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert. See you next time.